wanted our destiny. And so we had Shantae do a tarot reading for episode 1-3. Now maybe I'm wrong, and if I am, then deal. But the conversation that we just had, it was oh so fucking real. So today we have a guest, and the guest is actually the most important part of this episode, because this episode, we are actually learning about tarot cards, and we are um, blessed to be joined by a friend of the show, friend of all of ours, Ashante. Not Ashante. I don't want y'all looking up Ashante, because <laughs> that'll lead you to a singer. Um, Shante, uh, how are you doing today? Thanks so much for joining us. I am great. How are you guys? Great. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, can I can I be real? I'm I'm uh so I've never gotten a tarot tarot reading. Um, and I'm okay. I'm I'm absolutely fucking terrified. Right. Oh! So that's why I've never gotten them because I'm always like I don't okay. I, I'm not a huge fan of knowing my future. Also, I'm always oh, just kind of thinking death okay. is like right there for me, and I don't need okay. confirmation from other sources. But I'm you, saying I'm, I'm open to this. She's gonna flip a card and okay. be like, "It's the card yeah. of okay. Christ. It's death. Okay. It's death. Death. It's death. That's what you got." <laughs> It's the card of crates. <laughs> and, you're just and, gonna... and, 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 and we can't see the cards. So she going to tell us anything. So that part, I don't, I mean, I don't worry that about that. Me I trust Shantae inher- inherently. That would make me feel better if it were like, for real, I could see it. And it was like, oh, this just says there's going to be multiple deaths in your life and in your family. I'd be like, God damn it. <laughs> okay, <That's>... well, okay. <laughs> well, number, number one, Number one, as far as tarot readings are concerned, like right now or with anybody else, you don't have to ask about like death or like nobody. Well, one, nobody should be asking like, when am I going to die? And somebody and a reader actually read that shit for you. A lot of times when people are getting tarot readings, they're asking about their love life. They're asking about their jobs. They're asking like next steps after a big thing or before a big thing. And so it's more about guidance than predictions. Now, there are people out there who do predictions, like, you know, how long is it going to take for me to, you know, find this house? How long is it going to take for me to find this job? How long is it going to take for me to do whatever? You know, when am I going to find a man? You know, that kind of stuff. I do not do that. Okay. Okay. I I ain't like these two niggas. I ain't scared. (laughs) I mean, uh, listen. The I fact mean, that I'm here shows that I'm not necessarily. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm also no. Let me be for serious. I am afraid <laughs> of finding about uh, about my future. But however, however, I'm not afraid to the point where I'm like I'm not going to do it. I just like I, the reason exactly. I haven't sought this out on my own is because that fear lives in me, and I just want to be honest about it. I do appreciate your I honesty. I'm not going to make fun of it anymore like either. I mean, you can. That's fine. No, I'm good. I'm, no, seriously, I'm thick shelled. You can you, come on. Bring no, it. I won't. I'm not going but... to. make I got a million things I can make fun of. So you being afraid of this <laughs> is not one of them. But but in all honesty, I, I would hope that if there's someone who's listening who feels maybe the same way as me, maybe that helps. Like like what Shante said made me feel better about it. And I hope maybe that makes them feel a little bit better. So I was hoping like, you know, by being a little bit more honest and open about it, if someone has that same feeling or feels that same way, you know, maybe they feel a little bit better about it as well. Uh, and maybe that helped. So what exactly goes into a tarot reading? Like, what are the steps that you take to uh, procure a tarot reading? Oh, like for a person to get a tarot reading or the way that I do it? Uh, Both. 
okay the the for just a random person i mean honestly uh to go find someone who is going to read tarot for you you would uh the easiest thing would be to find them on instagram find them on twitter a lot of times tarot readers already read things kind of for free. Like they might do stuff according to zodiac signs. They might do stuff according to uh, phases of the moon. Like, oh, it's a full moon reading. Here's this. It's a new moon reading. Here's this. And you can get a sense of what they talk about. And some people are very like doom and gloom. Some people are a little more even handed. And then you get people who are just like might be overly positive. And it really just depends on what you're looking for and whether or not you vibe with that person as far as like getting a tarot reading. And there's lots of people, there's also lots of people who, if you don't wanna pay for it, there's lots of people who offer free ones because they are they need the practice. And so that's another option if you're not quite ready to commit 20, 30, 50, whatever for a tarot reading, you might get the same kind of guidance or similar guidance from someone who's serious about it, but maybe not ready to like, charge full price or whatever and then for me a lot of times it's just well one I don't typically read for a lot of people because mostly I just do it for me and I occasionally post on Facebook like hey does anybody want to share a reading you know do a practice kind of thing and I usually just pull one card for people they ask a question and a lot of times when I pull cards for people it's really just confirmation for what you already know it's just it's not like I'm not really pulling things out of the blue that you didn't really uh, think about or weren't aware of. It's just you you knew what the fuck was going on. And here's this card that's kind of confirming whatever the fuck you thought was going on. I feel like I feel a lot better with you being the person who did my tarot readings like everywhere. Like I'd call and talk to somebody like you, like you knew what the fuck was going on. Don't yeah, go- I mean, like- <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like the people who would talk to me all nice and stuff, I wouldn't believe them. But somebody would tell me, "You knew what the fuck you were getting into. You know what the fuck you were looking for." I'd be like, "I did know what the fuck I was looking for." That's crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, I mean, because well, no, because I mean, and, and it's like, and I feel like it's like that. Even it's like that. Even if you were just going to your homie and just asking them what was going on, they're probably going to tell you some shit. Whether you take the shit and run with it or not, they're going to tell you some stuff that you probably already knew anyway. And I feel like that's this is just an extension of that. It's just maybe it's a stranger and you need some uh, outside guidance. You need somebody who really isn't emotionally in the situation. So you might go to a tarot reader and be like, hey, so what's going on with this job? Is it, you know, is this right for me or is this the the thing that I really need to do is there something else that I might need to try or whatever you know what's going on with me and this other person you know is there something that I can do to kind of help the situation Mm -hmm. Uh, because a lot of the stuff that a lot of my focus when I do read for people depending on the way they word the question is a proactive approach so it's like how can I do this thing what can I do it's definitely not just I guess I don't know how to explain it, but it's just like, it's definitely about you doing something, not just being told something and just kind of being like, okay. You know, what's interesting to me about this is that as a person who uh, struggles, I guess, with anxiety, this sounds like something that I actually like would do with the therapist. Like I've had that kind of conversation just about, you know, my thought process and decisions and why I made those decisions. (laughs) And taking that and looking at like 
current things in front of me and trying to like figure out what I wanted to do. And it sounds like this might just be like another way to kind of guide you towards understanding, like you said, the, the thing that, uh, you know, how to get the thing that you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's even, and there's even people who are therapists that use tarot kind of in their practice oh, and stuff. So it's, so it's not, it's not that far fetched either. Okay. Awesome. I feel like I've learned so much already. <laughs> so, um, how would you like? I mean, it's completely up to you, Shanta. If you just want to do this okay. on a one-on-one and we we listen, or if you want to do this like one card each, or however you want to do it, we're right there with you. Okay. Well, I guess we can start with. Uh, <laughs> we could do, okay. We'll start. We'll just go one by one for this first part, and we'll just pull a card. We can talk about what the card means, how it might apply to the situation you know, for each person. And so we'll go, we'll start with Rashani first and then Scar and then Jay. Okay. Works for me. So, so Rashani, what would, what, what question would you like me to pull for uh, the cards? Um, I, my primary thought is will, Also, before I'm sorry. Oh no! Uh, I need to know sorry. this. I'm scared. I'll say the wrong words and get cursed. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, like, sorry, like no, <laughs> like, no, like health or legal questions. Okay. Like, okay. So no health, no legal questions. Yeah. All right. Okay. So I can't ask when Charles is getting out. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably, that's probably, I mean, that's probably I, not gonna, yeah, I, I'm not gonna be able to give you an answer on that one. I feel you. I just, I, I, I miss my uncle Charles, y'all. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, um, here's what I was gonna ask. Um, okay. when will I, will I find peace with the business decisions that I am going to make? That sounds like something from a Miss Cleo commercial, don't I, it? Like I kind of, I kind of feel like I have the same exact question. Where <laughs> <laughs> you find people? Okay, so I'm just gonna focus on that being like a yes or no okay. question. Just will you find peace? Say it one more time. Will I find peace with the business decision that I'm making? And while she's looking, ladies and gentlemen, we like to remind you that this episode is brought. I'm just fucking with you. We don't have we don't we don't have sponsors for this show. But if we did, this episode will be brought to you by the Womanizer. It helps. <laughs> that should really be their whole promo. <laughs> uh, 
these niggas is all quiet. Like, oh my God. I, 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 well, I had stuff to say, and then you were like, "This show brought to you by the Womanizer." And I was like, "Nope, I'm out. I can't." Yeah, <laughs> you know I can't what? Attached. <laughs> you know what? One day we're gonna have to have a talk about how black men and men in general look at sex toys as competition. Oh, you know what? Uh, that and uh, I, I didn't realize the Womanizer was a sex toy. I it's a sex meant, toy. Like, it is the bestest. Okay. I am unaware of that. I thought you were just like legit advertising for womenizers. Like, no, what? no, no, no. Um, it's a, it's a toy. <laughs> okay, cool, 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 cool. And then unaware of that. And then uh, the other thing I was going to say is like, have you noticed like how many black men have publicly come out talking about like their daughter's virginity lately? Is it just me or is that just a thing right now? Because like, I have no idea what you speak of. Uh, Nigga, you're in a black father group. You know exactly what he speaks of. Not just that. Um, I don't know. If, I don't no, know if actually, you saw. I've, I've I started limiting my um my Facebook my Facebook. <laughs> I, I'm not on even, Facebook as much as I was. I don't even. I really don't look at Facebook except to try to get gigs for comedy. That is the only thing I use it for, um, and to promote stuff for comedy. That's pretty much it. But right. uh, is it, not even that. I was. Well, I saw that thing. Shantae, that feel free to let chat. us know when you're ready and we'll stop. Okay. Well, I'm ready. So I'm okay. going to cool. pick the card. It's, it's, it's an and the card. pick is in. <laughs> I'll show you what it looks like. Oh. Interesting. Okay. It looks worried. Oh, he's black. We need to describe yeah. it to people. So Okay, so yeah, yeah I'm going to do that. I'm going to describe it. So it is... Well, Shantae will probably say more, but um, it is the Nine of Wands. Yeah. And it is a black man, which is dope, yep. sitting in front of a bunch of retractable, a lot of different pencils. All of them look worried, like hairy, like they got chew marks on them or a pen top that has chew marks on it or a retractable pencil that has chew marks around the uh, the little clickable uh, mm-hmm. handle thing that we all would uh. break off as soon as we would get the fucking pencil because we thought we were being edgy and cool. And he's writing and he's got hair like Jay. And so he's writing like he's trying to get the right script down. He just keeps on uh, making mistakes. I don't know why I, I see know. and I see okay. mistakes. I don't know. Okay, you seem to say okay. I don't see what. Okay, so one, this is not. Uh, this is not necessarily about mistakes. Whether or not this is like a yes or a no, it doesn't really feel like it's a yes or a no. What this feels like is a card that's just basically saying like, you just there's more work to be done. I feel that there's just more there's more effort that that needs to be put in. But it's a but see I'll, and I'm now one. I am still like. I guess quote unquote on book, but just I wanted to read what the book said because I thought it I thought that it was encouraging. It says, whatever the conflict is, keep fighting. What is important to note about the Knight of Wands is that it tells you to hold your ground through the final push, not to live like this forever. This hardship is worth bearing, but don't make it your whole life. You are strong, you have endured. And you need to keep enduring. The end is in sight. So I feel like this is, it isn't necessarily like a yes or a no, but it's definitely like you're going to get there. And you know what's you crazy? Just have to keep going. What's interesting to me is that I saw that card and I saw struggle and I saw worry and I saw like like 
anxiety over possible mistakes. And what you said was completely the opposite. Like you're on the right path, but you have a few more things you have to do, which is hella fucking uplifting and really makes me feel good, to be honest with you, because I know what I need to do in regards to my catering company to take that next step. And to have it really reinforce, I swear to y'all listeners, I'm not bullshitting you when I say this, but to have it reinforced like this is really powerful. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Nine of Wands. And I'm, I'm glad, I'm honestly, I'm glad I picked this deck. I like this deck. It's a lot of different types of people in this deck. And so it's really cool. What, what's always cool about tarot is how shit like this can come up it didn't have to be this black dude but it is a black dude and you're a black dude and so that's I, sometimes i think that's what's kind of wild about tarot because i didn't make this card come up <laughs> mm-hmm. scar but what are I, your thoughts because you were the one who you you said you wanted to know that same thing so no i'm um no that's that, that was for you um oh. so i know you know i mean maybe it's a different card for me and you know, but I'll I'll, ha- I'll be the one to bite the bullet and do the relationship question since both y'all niggas married. I will, I'm, and, and, <laughs> I will and, say and this happily. I will say this just because before we, we we completely move on, I find it interesting that you think of it as being anxiety over mistakes and not just anxiety over work. But like, the thing what, is, I never feel anxiety when I'm working. Like when I'm doing what I'm doing, that's the only time I'm at peace. Well, I worry like, about everything else around it. Like when I looked at that card, I saw like all the, like how many pens and pencils there were. A lot of them were like expended. I looked at the the actual you know desk that he was at, and it's just mm-hmm. like covered in just in, like, in notebooks and notebooks and work. So I, it feels like it's just it's just a lot of work and anxiety. But I I don't I didn't think of it as being over mistakes. It was just the anxiety of work. I think that's maybe that's for me. Like but, for me, like I, but as you being job, a comedian and writing I, down jokes. It's that's what I'm saying. There's there's work and anxiety in that. Like mm-hmm. in all of that, there's work and even like my other job as a marketer is work and anxiety. Like it's not. I mean, I'm always kind of anxious about like the acceptance of what I did. So I, I just find it interesting that you you were like, oh, he's it, it's anxiety over mistakes, and I was like, where are the mistakes? <laughs> well, I just found because, that interesting because for me, and and it may not be anybody else, which is fine. But when I am writing something like uh, I I asked people about this a couple years back on Twitter, like I'm not the only person who when I make a typographical error, when I'm typing something out, instead of just going back and finding that one word and deleting it or, or correcting it, I'll delete the entire sentence and then start over again, retyping that same sentence again. Like I got to have that same continuity. Um, yeah, I do that. And so that's what I was thinking about when it was like multiple papers. But I don't, I love, just like I know you love the creation of your work. Um, You're a creative mind with a creative heart. It's for me, it's more of the anxiety of how am I going to get people to see my work? And that's always been my thing, whether it was sin and solace, single simulcast or create or consistently good. It was, I know I do good things. How do I get people to see what I'm doing is good? And so what I have to do is not only work, what I took from it was don't even don't just work to get these things. So your business will start working, work within yourself 
to be able to say you are good enough, even if you don't think the stuff you're putting out is that great. Because I've had food that I was like, this isn't my best. And folks are like, this is fantastic. And I'm like, oh, right. This isn't the best for a chef. But for all y'all other regular folks out there, this is probably the best thing you ever had. That That's 100% how I felt about my art. Yeah, you fucking regulars. What, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you normie. <laughs> you regulars. <laughs> so, so, you were saying about your art, fam? <laughs> no, I'm saying the, the way you just said about your, uh, how you felt about your food, where you were, you're judging it against a standard where you're just like, this isn't good compared to everything that I know this can be. But mm-hmm. someone else is like, that's fucking dope. Mm-hmm. My dudes, I walk this path every time I have to get on stage, like right before someone who like just kills it. Like the worst feeling in the world is be like right before you go up to have someone just fucking rip, just just rip it, have the entire audience laughing, applauding for them, and then they'd be like, "All right, next up, Jay Jones." And it's like, ah, fuck me. Like it's the, <laughs> the and like like you will, I will sit there in the crowd. And just doubt myself, doubt my material, doubt like I'm going to be funny, doubt that people are going to relate to me. I'm like, nope, no way I'm going to do this well. The only thing I will say about comedy that's fantastic is that I, as soon as I get on stage and start like, you know, doing my shit, I can pretty much find out immediately that I'm like, no, nah, I was wrong. This is totally working. People love this shit. It's, it's just that moment right up into it, that, that 10 minutes right before, especially if I'm on a show with like a bunch of like, you know. Like I've been on shows with comedians who are bigger than than I am, like way bigger than me, and I'm like, oh, they are fucking really funny, and then I'm up and I'm like, doop doop jokes about the n word, and it, it just it, it fucks with you, it really fucks with you. <laughs> and that's why if I won the lottery, I would use a lot of it just flying to y'all's different events so I could be in the front row, like laughing uproariously buying all scars art asking shantae to do a tale reading for scar now that sort of thing i'd find something for you shantae calligraphical hate okay <laughs> so scar you said you had a relationship question yeah because i'm i'm the only one that's like single right now like i mean okay. Is I mean, will will I experience love or or at oh, least wow. some sort of companionship anytime in the future? Because like it's fucking lonely as fuck here. Okay, so do you want to know? Will you experience love? And that'll really be like just a flat yes or no question. Or would you like to more ask, like, uh, like if there's anything, like what can you do? to put yourself in a position to experience love but it's up it's up to you Either I, would, I would say what can i do to put myself in a position because i you know okay. I'm, a, I'm pretty much a hermit at this point okay and like i really do need to get out and like what what do i do to get out and actually meet some people and before okay. this card is pulled scar what i want you to do is when the card is pulled i want you to describe the card and what you see in it that was big Okay, I can do that. So while we're waiting for the draft pick, Scar has been working hard on this one, y'all, and the trainers are really looking at him. We think that he's going to be an upper-level draft pick. Uh, He can't make it through all the crates, but damn it, he tries his hardest. (laughs) (laughs) 
How wild would it be if, like, at the next draft combine, they're like, and now you crates? have to do the crates. <laughs> oh, my God. He's got a 16 seconds on the crates. God, this, this is a new Olympic sport. I, I was going to say Olympic event would be crate running. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, summer or winter, because think about this shit on winter ice. Winter would be dope as fuck <laughs> if it's on ice. <laughs> think about this shit okay. on ice. It no. would be amazing. And the pick is in. Ice sounds okay. hard. Okay, so... <laughs> wow. Okay, so... It's funny that you said that you were basically a hermit at this point right now as far as, like, you know, meeting people and everything because, honestly, it feels like this card is saying go outside. It's like... The sun. Okay. <laughs> Say it go outside. Okay. And this is um, what looks like a child riding a large dog. And there's sunflowers and there's sun out. It's a large sun. It's just someone enjoying nature. Yeah. It's someone who's going outside. I mean, like this card usually signifies like just happy shit. And like in the book, I, it's just funny how the book. It says, uh, you know, when the sun card comes comes for you, you must enjoy the day. Go outside, eat, eat ice cream, lay in the grass, and think about how you are a small part of a vast and glorious universe. It feels like you need to, like, whatever makes you happy outside is probably the thing that's going to help you connect with other people. That's what it feels. That's what this feels like this card is about. It's like, it's not just go outside, but it's about the things that you like will help you connect with others. Everything I like is inside. Is it though? Yeah. How do you feel when you're out there like whatever place getting the candle wax and the wicks and all that kind of stuff and talking with other folks about the art that you do and the pourings and everything? Um, That's all done online. All of this stuff is ordered online and shipped to me. So... Scar, you know you said that like you said everything you like is inside but is love inside? It's outside it, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem to be, but like everything I everything that I I like is inside. So I got to figure out what to do outside. Um, I would say go. I know that there's these programs where they do like the drinking and art thing, the drink and painting thing, or whatever. Yeah. There might be something like a candle making exhibition or show like that where you can go out there yeah. and meet some like minded folks. Yeah, like anything going on at like the art at the like if you have a Michaels or well not Hobby Lobby, fuck Hobby Lobby, but fuck like if Hobby they have Hobby Lobby, Hobby Lobby, Hobby, 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 well, see, here's the thing, uh, if it if it comes to art, then Michaels, but candle making, it's Hobby mm-hmm. Lobby because yeah, Michaels has shit for candle making. Um, mm-hmm. so so I have to go to Hobby Lobby Understand. if I'm buying something local for that. So and and like, let's be honest. Hobby Lobby is a much better store. They just have really shitty politics. Why not like meetups? Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure there's yeah. meetups. And well, um, it would probably be on like Eventbrite or something like that. Yeah, I I um that's how I met my last girlfriend through a meetup. Yeah. Do some meetups with candle makers. Yeah. I was wondering how many black candle makers there are in Virginia, but I mean I'd probably be surprised. You would. It's it's <laughs> and, and I'm always surprised at what kind of like, honestly, until Shante told me, I really didn't think that there were that many people who were black in the tarot. But after Shante told me, I met another young black lady who is also in a tarot reading. So 
It's just until you're looking at it, you won't see it. I was gonna say everybody I know who's into tarot is black. So like I I know well no, that's not true. I know one white person who's into it. But everyone I know is black. And actually not including Shantae. Now that Shantae's in, I guess, like now still. I was gonna say it's still everybody knows black. Don't be like now that Shantae's in it. Now all of a sudden there's one Dominican nigga like we're still <laughs> No, 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 of course not. Still. I mean like I said, the one white person I know who does it. I don't even really know him, but like my introduction to this was through a black person. So like, I mean, it's just. Most I, of the I folks I know who do goth or not goth, but do tarot. Sorry, I had goth in my mind because I was thinking about <laughs> gothic tarot cards. But most of the folks that I know out here are white. But it may also be because the area that I was in when I was meeting people who do the tarot cards is predominantly. So if you're in, you know what I found out, Jay? And we're talking, well, first of all, before we get into that, Jay, what would you like to know? Ooh, I've been actually going over this in my head a while because I feel like my shit's going to be dark. Um, Go for it. No, no, no. I mean, I'm saying I feel like this is going to be a dark prediction. Uh, like, everyone so has been like, oh, this is upbeat. This is good. I feel like this is going to be like, just give up, nigga. Um, <laughs> Tap out, bitch. <laughs> you got the... You got the give up of tens. Um, you got the Bianca Belair card. You about to be knocked out immediately. Oh, you, no. you need to give up ten times. Uh, you got right. the you got the card of crates. So here's something that, that <laughs> you were running a race. You can't win. Right. That's and that oh, that's man. that's my concern. Uh, oh. So here's something that I've actually been wondering. Uh, something okay. that, like, I, I, and I'll give some context. I absolutely positively hate comedy competitions. I hate them oh, because okay. uh, that shit is subjective, and I need to do them because, unfortunately, like, you have to get seen. So I am trying to do more comedy competitions. I guess my real question is, like, as a decision. Not even am I going to be okay with that. It's just as a decision, is that worth the fruit of the pain I'm going to have to bear going through competitions? Because I fucking hate comedy competitions. I can't stress this enough. Uh, I hope that was like, I hope everyone heard that and like kind of shivered a little bit. Like who was listening was like, wow, he really hates comedy competitions. Because that's what I that's what I need. That's what I'm trying for. Okay, so what were you going to tell me? Um, I forgot. See, I knew it was going to happen. You kind of blew my mind with that one. But that, that's what blew your mind. But in the Here's midst the of this, in the I've midst lost- of this break, I would just like to mention once again that this episode is being brought to you by the Womanizer. Please her and please yourself, please. So I've been in a <laughs> lot of comedy competitions, and I've never, I've never, never won one. But I've only have lost- you came in second? Yes, I have came in second uh, a bunch of times. That's the only- dope. Yeah. The only one that I've ever. <laughs> I've only lost two that I felt I was like, yeah, I should have lost those. Every other one, it was like, really? Word? How many people were in the competition with you? Uh, how many times? Because uh, Usually, how many times. people end up being in, like, on average? Oof. So it's varied. Uh, I've been in one that was, like, 40 comedians deep. There was one that was 50 deep. I've been in some that were, like, 10. There have been a couple, like, five. It was one that was like uh, I was in a quarterfinal of eight, so I assume that there were like thirty-two because eight times four. Uh, so yeah, I mean, varying ranges, and I'm trying to get into the sick, which is like 
16. And the sick is like the one that that's like the Seattle one, which if you do and you do anywhere near okay, like apparently that's like the thing. What's up? And the pick is in. <laughs> okay. This wild shit. Okay, so it's the star. Okay. Uh, I got I got to describe that, huh? Okay, so only fans. <laughs> no, so there's there's a there's a there's a woman who is uh one foot in the water, uh one foot on the ground with what appears to be two milk jugs in her hand, dripping water out of them. She is completely nude. Uh, I want to say she's Middle Eastern, which is a weird thing for me to notice. There's also a lot of stars in the background. They're not in any real configuration. There's one massive one in the middle, and then there's a bunch of other subsidiary stars uh, of varying length. There's even some tertiary stars. Oh, and there's also what looks like uh, are those herons. Just I thought they were like, cranes. Those are the same thing. So they're, oh, yeah, uh, they're on the same page, yeah. So there are herons. Uh, both not herrings herons uh in the water so like there are three of them and there's also some marsh some mountains in the background all right also she's got her full bush let's go ahead and throw that in you can see her public hairs (laughs) she is fully butched she's fucking naked (laughs) it looks like it looks like the outcast. Uh, <laughs> I love that CD. Did you ever try to stick your tongue in the middle of it? No, oh no, God. I have not. <laughs> oh you don't God. mind being bucket naked? <laughs> okay, okay. Like so, so for Jay's question, as like a yes or no question, it's a it's a yes. Like the star card is about like hope. And it comes, it's it's the card that actually comes after the tower. And the tower is one of those cards where like basically shit gets like blown up. You know, it's like a real big setback. Yeah. And this card comes after the big setback. It's like a, you know, it's a hopeful moment. It's a positive moment. The book says, uh, this is a time when creative expression will run through you freely. If you have a dream, the star card says that now is the time to pursue it. Dope. That actually what's makes me that? extremely happy. I was going to say. <laughs> no, what's weird about that is, is like, uh, for me on comedy right now, I do feel like I, I am gone through like a, a, just a death because like, you know, everything stopped and I'm running around doing like, Zoom shows, which no offense to the current Zoom show I'm on, but like that's just not fun from a comedy standpoint. And you know, we're trying to start back, but I mean, the the biggest pain for me was that that like 100% fucked up. Uh, like I was trying to record a, a special, like a 30 minute special to release, and that just fucked up all of my ability to do it. So I mean, yeah, okay, cool. So I guess let me go sign up for uh, these competitions. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you said you came in second place a lot. Like, um, that's not dope, it, bro. No, I'm <laughs> saying, look, look, look. I, I, but then you were saying that you were in competition with like 50 people, and the ones with 50 people was that when you came in second? Uh, no, I think I placed top 10. So See, I made it to, I made it to the really good. That's dope. That's really good. There, I mean, Listen, the person who came in 50 it seems, it is seems probably, like is the nigga that goes out first. I, I've been watching <laughs> MTV's The Challenge, and I can tell you the person who goes out last 
it's listen, usually the mat or the person who goes out first is usually the maddest. Listen, how many people are like, you know who's my favorite? You know, the tenth funniest dude. No one is like that shit is not dope. <laughs> like hey, I get I get what you're saying, and I understand that you're, you're being my positive favorite and, tenth funniest dude. You know what? Fuck you for that. Uh no. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> How dare you? I, no, I, I, I don't have another tell reading. Will I ever say something that Jay will I understand? Think, I think Jay is, has adopted the uh, you know second place is the first loser. Yes. you know what no, I mean, like that kind of mentality. I've been in second. That's, here's why. I don't know if you've ever like really really tried hard at something and like gave your all and then yes. got second place. Yes, and I was. That's, I, I was. It feels asshole. like the first loser. It in feels the moment, like the first loser. That happened to me. I in the moment. I and was broken, I, and I did the worst possible thing ever. I walked away. Oh, and with I did not that. stop. And I stopped. I did not stop to congratulate the winner, right. who was actually a friend. Detroit you know Pistons I mean? style, baby. Burn some bridges. I went. Walk I off went, the court. I went. Back <laughs> Walk like after. an Egyptian. I, would, I, I too would have been not included in the dream team if we're included on friendship and handshakes because yeah. fuck you nigga I hate second do you yeah, know how I, much I hate that shit me. someone stopped me is like yo you tripping right now go shake that man hand and I'm like oh shit you know what I mean like that type of thing but, but you were got- aware of it though like when you were made aware of it you were like oh shit the Detroit Pistons were aware of it and they were like fuck that <laughs> nigga it. so you were completely on the opposite <laughs> spectrum of them you were just caught up in the loss no only because only because the person who one was a friend like, okay if, you know I me mean? if 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 i didn't know him that well i would have fuck that nigga on everything fuck that nigga but because we were friends yeah because we because we were friends and we spent a lot of time together like yeah, you know real talk if if one of y'all beat me in a comedy competition i would be like hey great job but just know that shit ate me up inside i need you to understand that <laughs> like i'm like the one thing that and it, it, it drives me crazy is i have this in common with them but the one thing i truly understood about the last dance was like michael jordan been like i didn't like losing i was like yeah <laughs> like yeah, yeah. oof and i took have that no personal. idea how much I hate losing to the point where, like, even in video games, I won't start games. I'm like, yo, the potential to have, like, a bunch of losing streaks just isn't what I'm into. And then I just don't do it. I fucking hate losing. That's that why much. I don't play. That's why I don't play Souls games. Dude, like, I, really I, play, I, hate I play this game called Clash Royale on my iPad. Shantae knows this is the same game I've been playing since she was playing uh, Candy Crush back in the day. Right. Still playing it, Shantae. I'm an addict. I don't care anymore. But <laughs> you can easily go on a seven-game losing streak and not know why you're losing and just get madder and madder at yourself within for the losses you're taking. And at that point in time, you got to walk away from the table. But with comedy, I think that it is something where when you lose and you come in 10th out of 50 or second out of 50, that's something that you can build upon, isn't it? Well, not really, because here's the thing. I think that... <laughs> No, no, no. Here, here's, I think, and, and I, I'm just trying to explain some of my impatience as well. So, um, a lot of my impatience comes from the fact that, like, uh, like I've built, and, and some of it has come from also, like, the amount of time that I put into this. So, like, I've built, like, a solid, legit hour of, of material, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've gone through a lot of work to get there. I've done a lot of shows, both paid and unpaid. And, the the issue is after a certain amount of the hustle and like I mean like when I'm talking the hustle I'm talking like I'm not sleeping most nights of the week because I have a you know full time job I have to be at at the time in the office which was oof. and it's just me and cranberry Red Bull 
just trying to push through. I think what's the impatience is being spurred by like a lot of times I'm losing the motherfuckers either that have been doing it longer than me, but I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm just as good as you niggas or who just started doing this shit or like, like yesterday and have like a hot five minutes. I'm like, that's great for you, but you can't even fucking do 20. And so like some of the frustration, again, the frustration for me is like, like I said, I've lost times when I feel like I should not have lost. And that is one of the most proud Hubert, like Hubert's lace things I'm ever going to say out loud on wax because it makes me feel terrible inside him from the South. But ultimately it's, 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 it's that feeling of like all this work I've put in and all this effort just being, you know, basically constantly being like portrayed as for not mm-hmm. in my head and the narrative that's running in my head. And I mean, obviously I get it. Maybe I do it and I win. Hooray. And then I've, I, I'm sitting around like now what, but I would like to be at that point of like, okay, so now what? And I've seen friends who have, you know, one comedy competitions, and the frustration for me was that like I couldn't even get into it because I didn't find out about it until that shit was running because nobody fucking I'm in I'm in another part of the I'm not in in the city I'm in another part so no one told me shit about it uh, and it's that it, it's trying to get like recognition and respect for something that I've been putting a lot of work into that I know I'm good at and have proven that I'm good at it's just like you just have to keep constantly proving and after a certain point I think I just get impatient because it's like yo how much. How many more times do I have to keep proving this? And then mm-hmm. when I go to the competitions, it's just like, oh, you just have to keep coming back until you win one. And even then, it's like, all right, so do I have to win like several? Like, what the fuck do I have to do to prove that like I can do this shit? But like, the that's... the conversation you're having is an internal dial an, an internal dialogue, and that's the thing. Like until you state what you'll be happy with, you'll never be happy with any of it. because you're going to keep on building in your head I know we keep going back to it but you're going to keep building the crates higher like this is your crate challenge dog (laughs) like when you finally run this and you hit first place then what are you going to go into a competition with the bigger with with bigger uh, numbers it's not like you're going to stop going to competitions you're still going to be in a situation where you get as a, as a basketball coach, we had an AAU tournament where we placed first. And I was like, this is dope. This is wonderful. And then we went to another tournament like the next week and we placed like fourth. Does that negate the first place? Does that negate what we did to, to, to you know, it might be different competition. So it's always something different. And if you're your biggest critic, which we all are, then you're never going to be satisfied with that second. And you probably won't be satisfied with that first either. You'll find a reason to say, you know what? Mm -hmm. I was better than them, but I knew that I was better than them or something like that. And you have a problem with really just, I've seen you do it where you just sit back and smell the roses. Shantae, can you hold up that card again? I want to see. Now I got to find it. Oh no, I remember it. Cause she had titties and, 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 and and pubic hairs. Um, but what it was was in the midst of her pouring out that 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 water or that milk, what I saw in it, Jay, was her pouring out her stress in a beautiful nighttime scene where she's completely free and open. And it's just, you know, magnificent. And she's pouring out her stresses into a pool that's just washing them away. Look at that. <laughs> but seriously like when you look at that you see all this beauty and you got to see the beauty of what you're doing in your work jay uh bruce lee said once if you focus on the moon you will miss the glory of the stars okay i mean 
I would like to uh, rebut that. (laughs) 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 Um, uh, Okay, cool. So here's the thing. Uh, I'm not wired that way. And part of who I am and I, I, it's just, just part of, of who I am as a person is like, to your point, like, I know that there's not an end to like, um, what I want and like what I want to do and what I want to succeed at. I think the, the, the biggest thing that like bothers me about death is that like, I won't know what happens after this. Like, I don't, I won't be able to like know where we go forward from here. It's not like the being dead part. I mean, you know, whatever, but like, I, you know, just, I won't know where we're headed. And I think some of what bothers me here is that right now, I feel like I don't really know where I'm headed. I know what I want to do. And I know like, you know, I'm doing X, Y, Z, but there's not like a path to, to reach a certain way. And there's also just not like there, there are people who have done things that I want to do. But then when you look at the path they took to get it, some of it is just like, just pure fucking dumb luck. Some of it was just like, Oh yeah, they spent like 20 years and then they finally got here. And it's like, yo, I don't have 20 years. Like, I might have 15, but I don't have 20 years, especially not 20 years of this shit. Like my heart can't take it. Like, it's just, it's just one of those things where I think the impatience is, I feel, I've always felt a drive to do things like the same thing is, is also there for my job. I just don't, I don't have the time to invest in that as much as I do because I invested everything here already. That's just, I prefer this. I don't know. It's, so my rebuttal is this, uh, <clears throat> I, I, I don't know how to do things without hyper-focus. I do everything like that. I, I hyper-focus on everything. Uh, it's, it's part of the, who I am. Um, and it's not that I don't appreciate the things that I'm doing. I think I like the things that I'm capable of doing. And that's part of why I have such a drive to like push to make them worth something. Because I feel like at the end of the day, if they link together to reach a goal that I've I set for myself previously, they all have like this intrinsic value, obviously. So I'm not saying they're not, they're worthless, but linked together, built towards a goal, they have more meaning. Just like bricks themselves, I guarantee you have value. But once you put them together into a building, you now have something built that has a little bit more meaning than just the sum of its parts. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I'm not saying that these things don't have meaning and that the things I've accomplished don't have meaning. But if I don't actually, you know, use them to build towards something, if I don't continue, like, making mean, meaningful moments, I never get that building built. And I don't want to finish my life without my building built. About these cards, though. Because we we kind of made the whole episode of Jay at this point. My bad. So, no, I feel you. So, I mean, Shante, I want to thank you so much for joining us. I I, I thought that this was wonderful and very enlightening. We not we not gonna do one more draw. No. I thought we were supposed to do one more draw. Who told you that? You said we were gonna we were gonna do the question thing, and then we were just gonna have a draw, right? No, yeah, I, I thought, said we were each we were gonna, gonna, gonna do, do a draw. draw. Yeah, I thought we were each going to do a draw and then thought we have a group draw. I actually thought the same thing as Scar here. I feel like that was sad. Okay, so here's the group draw question. Am I going to kill these niggas? Wait, why do you get to ask the group draw question? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. How do, how do you, so when do, so do you speak for us? That's why we can't do a group draw question. Oh I feel like we can come to a consensus like, you know, reasonable adults. 
Okay, let's be reasonable about this. Am I gonna kill these niggas <laughs> reasonably? Will we, will we ever just realize it's better to just do the dream team instead of this? Oh, oh you I like how you keep pushing for that. He really does. I'm sorry, Jay. So honestly, what was the question you would ask? Um so the question I'd ask is is because as a group we've all had like varying impacts on each other's lives. Uh I would ask, you know, for our as our lives stay intertwined, I assume, throughout our future, is that impact gonna continue to be positive? Uh, mm-hmm. Is that impact going to take on some negative aspects, which is fine, I guess. I'd be cool if, like, all of a sudden one of you started, like, trying to get me to smoke heroin or something. I don't know. I don't ever think I would have any negative feelings about this until one of us dies, which like, is probably going right. to be as the I, least healthy person. Or, or again, the, the heroin turn. I feel like that's, like, if one of you just, like, that one was of us the just next started, episode. Like, if one of us just started doing heroin or, like, like, like old timey opium, like in a uh, fucking Peaky Blinders, <laughs> like on fucking Tombstone, <laughs> long ass, long ass metal pipes and shit. Old timey opium, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel ludes, like man. we should. I don't even know what Quaaludes are, but let's fucking do that shit. <laughs> it's like I'd be okay with ludes. I feel like old timey opium. I, I'll just mock you for having the long pipe. Like, what the fuck are you doing with smoking with artifacts? Like, it's just. But anyway, yeah. So that my question is like, I guess my my question it would be more about like you know the the, the impact that this will continue to have in our lives as we as we get older. Okay. So All right, I'll let what, you have your question. So, what will the impact be? It's a ballsy question, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see how it plays Here's out. Going. We just want to remind you at this time, this show is brought to you by the Womanizer. Womanizer. Put you for real because I feel like like you've just given a whole bunch of free advertising to them. I just really love it. I mean, that's great, but like they should pay you for that, dude. Nobody pays me <clears throat> because you about, give away free advertising. How about this? <laughs> how about this question? Is like, what is the impact of Rashani, Jay, and Scars? What is the outcome of Jay and Scar? And Rashani's relationship going forward. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. It's, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a, a. It's gonna be a dude with like a, a giant sword and a lot of death and like it's destruction. It'll three. No, it'll be three dudes with swords and death and destruction, and it'll be like that'll be us. That'll be us killing everyone in the world because we're gonna be awesome together. <laughs> you thought that was gonna go a different way, didn't you? No, but I just got to say this. Say that you'll never, 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 never need it. Uh, I every, I just realized that if if you really did ever win the lottery, you would just spend all of your money coming back here to eat Ivers. No, I wouldn't because I already know how to make their stuff. But what about the experience of having someone do it for you without having to like? I don't. Do I don't want the experience of other people cooking my food. like. Look, the thing that I've realized is the further I go into learning how to cook, the more I realize that I don't need niggas. Like I made some blackened tilapia uh, burritos yesterday. That like, were incredible. I feel you on this. I 100% feel you on this because there's a lot of stuff that I can cook for myself as well. But there are times when like I just don't want the effort. I always want the effort because the effort with the effort comes the growth. It's like, I don't know. I just, I, I feel this, this deep in my heart that if somebody can do something better than me, 
it's not for long. <laughs> like that's how I seriously feel about a lot of stuff. Like I'm gaining on everybody. If I sat down, I feel like if I sat down and started working on candles, I could catch Scar. If I sat down and really devoted myself to comedy, <laughs> I could come in number 11 when you come in number 10. And then the next time when you come in number eight, I can come in number six. And then we just be walking side by side. I just feel that like that's the confidence that I have. And this is quite the confidence that will keep me from fucking eating at Texas Roadhouse. This is the confidence that I feel like people have when, when they're like, you know what? Set up those crates. That's <laughs> the exact okay. confidence. Like, Set up those crates. I and the pick is in. <laughs> okay. So this is the King of Wands. And it's strange because the King of Wands is actually a uh, young lady. Black woman uh, with a crown over her head. Yes, queen. You know what I learned? If you just say yes, and then you say one thing about their appearance, that's how you do it now. So, yes, white shirt. Uh-huh. So you're, you're assuming that's a lady that, that could be a man. Or a non-binary. It's a non-binary yeah. person um, yeah. holding a staff in front of a fire um, with a lizard Is near them. Is that a them. staff? That looks like a branch. Or a sapling. A young tree. Uh, could, could go either way. Yeah, man. Let it be a staff, man. Well, be a staff. Staffs don't always have leaves coming out the top of them. The ones that we use out here do because we kill trees. Oh, oh well, okay. So I think as an outcome card, what the the book says that uh, you may feel like you're doing less actual creating than you used to, but remember that you're building something bigger than yourself. You can bring people together. You can make them stronger. I feel like this is a card about you guys still podcasting like you still are going to be working together you're still going to be putting your thing putting your ideas together to connect them out to other people that's what i feel like this is that's what i feel like this card is saying as far as like the outcome of y'all's working relationship that i don't think anything really it's i feel like this is this is saying that y'all are going to still you know Y'all, y'all might be old ass niggas on microphones. Like that's we're still like. standing. We're still <laughs> strong. <laughs> you know, and that, and and you know, and maybe it won't be, and you know, and maybe it won't be the dream team. Maybe it won't be the dream team. Maybe it'll be, yes. you know, maybe it'll be one podcast. Like maybe right now you're doing multiple podcasts. Maybe you start doing multiple podcasts, and maybe you only do it once in a while. Maybe you do it, you know, not as much as you normally did. Like maybe ten years from now, you might be doing it a little bit less. But it feels like you guys are still gonna be doing it. Yeah, I, I, I currently I do too with Rashani, and I'm really trying to avoid others. Every time he says, "I got an idea," I go, do "You I know what, to do Jay, 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 I have an idea though." See, seriously, no, Scar, this one I already told you about. I just never told Jay. Jay, check out this idea. So you and I both have Spotify. Mm-hmm. And Anchor has this thing now where you can do like music podcasts where you can put like one music, uh, one song per episode or whatever. Yep. The list, dog. Yeah, the list you, that y'all came t- up we've with. We've had this conversation before. Yeah. But now we have the whereabout to do it, the wherewithal can, to do it, the the resources legally. Yeah. The, you Every the- episode we talk about one song that's on our list and why it hits. I like how you say we have the resources to do it, but like I have time for me, my nigga. Like, and that's why I'm gonna do it over myself. 
No, no. <laughs> you do not take my idea and run away with it. You come back here. Uh, it's, it's a time. Th- like, here's the thing. I, 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 well, I know I'm booked up uh, through October, and it's not going to be pretty. Uh, and if I, if I end up doing the whole like uh, Seattle comedy competition, I'm booked up through November. So like, and like, I, I need that time. If you're willing to wait until like next year, I would do it, but I can't do it this year. Dude, it's- these are like I'm thinking like 15 minute episodes, just like, and then when you get through a whole list, like the the stranded list, you know, did, the, did you on not the hear beach the context story. Yes, I did. Of me and, 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 and Red I, Bull. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good with you doing it. Like you jumping in later on once I've there, done my other list. <laughs> empty cans of Rockstar right next to me now because I drank them today. That's what my life is on right now. <laughs> wait, 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 buddy. I got a question for you. How do you drink Red Bull and smoke weed? Like, don't those counteract one another? Oh, no. So what you do is you smoke it until you tired. Type, and then it you... depends on the type of weed, right? Yes, but the weed I smoke definitely makes you tired. You smoke it until <laughs> you get tired, and then you drink a rock star. And then you're, then you're awake. Okay, makes sense to me. But yeah, the list. Mm. I, I I I think that that's going to be a good you one. Know, I, here's an idea I had since we're just tossing out podcast ideas. I actually do want to. I actually do want to do this. Uh, so I have. Um, and I don't know why I looked over here at it, but only you and two other people can see this. Me, me doing this, but anyway, I have this uh, rule book for uh, a Star Wars tabletop game called Age of Rebellion, where like you role play like you're in Star Wars, and I really want mm. to get like uh, like four black people who would love to just like be characters in Star Wars, mm-hmm. and like have them build characters and just do like fucking podcast adventures uh, of them just living in Star Wars as black people. Um, just because it would be fun for me, like, like, well, you could also be a droid, but I mean, you could be a black droid. I don't want to be a black talk, droid. And then we could talk about how weird it is someone programmed you to be black. Like, it would be, <laughs> it'd be fun as fuck. It's like, I why really did they do program it. me to understand the concept of slavery? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, like, you're not actually black, but it's like I was programmed black, so I'm I got, black. I got <laughs> like, upgraded with advanced code switching. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere in my code, it says I'm a mulatto. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That would be fun. I just need black people to be willing to do it. I'm and in. Also, I need the, I need the time to do can, it, too. That'll be fun. I think it could happen. I think Three-Fifths Podcast did something similar a few years ago. with a, It was a vampire game. Oh, dope. And everybody mm-hmm. got together and uh, did so that. Like, I, did I see a lot of D and D games, but like very few of them contain like black people, so that's always kind of sad for me. And then like I, there are very few actual like recorded uh, Star Wars because there's a bunch of Star Wars tabletop games which I'm really into, but there's very few of them that are actually recorded for like in a podcast format or even a video uh, cast format. And I just kind of, I feel like it's it's a good niche. I feel like more black people should be in Star Wars. And Star Wars stories, so like we can create our own this way. Okay. And also ask, more black people should be in the tabletop role playing. Let me ask a question. Because I'm 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 totally down for this whenever you get around to it. I'm totally down to be a part of this. Okay. So being be being that it has to be over something like this, like what would I need here? Like, do I need a like a 10-sided die or some shit like Great that? Great question. Or- so I actually have all the dice and it is a very complicated dice system. It's a narrative dice system, which is a lot of fun, but like 
it's well it's not complicated it just requires a lot of dice like actual dice so i have all the dice here my idea what was uh i was gonna just set up like um set it up on zoom or most likely zoom and then just have my phone called in on the zoom with my phone pointed at the dice and that'll just be the dice cam so you can see all the rolls uh And that way it's not like, oh, well, let me just tell you what happened. It would be, no, you can see the roles. Typically, if we were in person, um, I would have give you the dice to build your own dice pool. And then you would build your dice pool and roll it yourself. And then we would talk about what happened. Well, there's apps for that. There's, there's apps. Yeah, with the, I have with one on my phone, too. actually. So I have an app on my phone for it where I guess I could screen share it. But I also like the idea of actually rolling the physical dice. Like, it's, it's just nice. It, it, it has a great feel to it. And it'd be cool if I could figure out how to do it so it wouldn't be like dorky and just like, here's some biderless hands dropping dice onto a table. But it's just, it, it's just, that's, I would totally that's how get my own, I would totally get my own dice. That seemed like fun. Not um, an app, yeah. like actual dice. You know so what I mean? So I, like- I do have actual dice. Uh, I feel like they were, I have, I bought three packs of them because you have to build like a dice pool and the dice pools can be pretty deep. And I think there were fifteen a pack, so I feel like I spent forty five to fifty bucks for my own dice. But you know what? You know what? You can use yours. We can. <laughs> How, however, like you know, they're like really nice. The only downside to them though is because they're specifically for this game, and it uses that dice system. There's you can't be like, well, let me use these for like D and D, for example, because like while they are D twenties, they don't have numbers on them. So it's it's oh. it has like it uses a system of symbols. That like where you you really do kind of interpret the dice and it's a narrative story you build using the dice. Okay. Well, yeah. If you had a camera, I bet what you could do is you do a camera. You put like a really nice you know background behind it. You know maybe like a star, some type of Star Wars whatever behind it or something. Yeah. And or with the logo or whatever it is, and then you just have a camera and you roll the dice. It would, it would be awesome. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like little... that would be dope to also like if you simulcast it on Twitch. That's what I, I really want to do that, actually. I, I actually just want to just, like, Twitch stream it. Like I said, the biggest thing is I just want to find people who would be down for it. Um, I'm in. You know me. Super cool. Yeah. See, I'm yeah. one of those people who, like, I, you know, I got your back. Yeah, yeah, I know. And then a lot of this, I just, I have a campaign built already, and I already have, like, an idea. And, like, so I, I also need to, I would have to, like, sit down with each person and, like, talk them through. Uh, cause so the, the way the, are we still recording this? Let's just, let's, let's keep it going. Uh, the way the story works, cause I like talking about it. Uh, the way the story works is like, everyone has like a, their own backstory that builds into the narrative and it's, it all, it all builds in based upon this thing called obligation. Like the thing that you have to do, it might be like, Oh, I owe bounty hunters money. Like in the case of Han, it might be like the uh, princess who's like, you know, fighting for her family that is under siege on Alderaan. It might be like Luke who wants to like leave to go, you know, explore and adventure the stars and has this pull to go someplace else. But his family tells him he has to stay and help them, uh, you know, moisture farm. So all of those are just kind of parts of the story that are like obligation that you have to come up with on your own. And it's one of those things where like as the the creator of the game, you kind of want to talk through their obligations separately away from the whole group. So that like you can kind of build a story because there are some things that other people in the group that, that would be know. the little podcast spur episodes. Yeah, it would be fun. Honestly, I would I would enjoy the shit out of it. Yeah, but anyway, I, yeah, I'm, it's, I'm I, it's it's like I said, I if, if well if I don't get into sick, I'm definitely doing it in November. But if I get into sick, that I'm probably not gonna be able to do it until like next year. 
Okay. I, okay. Yeah, I have most okay. of it planned out. Yeah. Whenever you, whenever you need, I got you, dog. Yeah, but he just doesn't want to. He it. just does. He he he. You know, he just doesn't want to be a um, Padawan. He wants to be a full on Jedi, or else he wants to be uh, Darth Revan. I want to be something. Wild. I want to be something weird that that like no one knows very much about, like a Bith. You could be. A, yeah, you, could be a <laughs> you are a Bith. <laughs> Here's what's wild no, about like nigga. Wait, Jay, stay out of this for a second. That was a reflex. I'm sorry, dog. <laughs> Shante is not amused. You know I love your mama. Fuck you, you know, twice, you, nigga. You know, you know I want to love your mama. So Fuck like three I, times. I did not mean that. That was just a reflex. I apologize to you and your fine mama. Nigga, I hope every waffle house you go to is fucking closed. I don't go to the waffle house, so I ain't gotta worry about it. So Shante, um how do folks that I can find you at? Uh you can find me at Shante Fabulous. That's S-H-A-N-T-A-F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S uh across Instagram and across uh Twitter and probably some other social media sites that I don't use anymore. And uh, if anybody was curious about what tarot deck I was using, it is called the This Might Hurt tarot deck, and it's by Isabella Rotman, and that's R-O-T-M-A-N. Okay. Feel like that. I think be... I think we need I think we need to like a deeper conversation of how you got into this in the first place. But that's that's not not for like now. No, it was for single simulcast. We had that conversation. You just don't listen to our shows. You son I of a bitch. I skip episodes. Like I'm always like way behind, so I skip episodes. Yeah, Make I always like I, I, when I think about it. No, seriously, when I think about it, I listen to the most recent episode, but I don't go back. Like exactly, that's what happens when, when I don't when expect I'm like, that from anyone else either. Like I get it. Like shit, shit moves. It does move. Like I mean, I'm saying life. Life goes. Life is fast. Life comes at you fast sometimes. <laughs> hey, so what I realized, I've been watching. Um, you know what? That's not even for here. It's for another episode, maybe. Scar, hey. you got anything coming up? Um, no, just uh, check out uh, Scargasm. Um, we are. Is, is that your it, shirt that you're wearing? Uh, no, it says. Uh, it says sarcasm is one of my many talents. Oh. Um. It's, it doesn't is doesn't say sarcasm, um, but let's be honest, sarcasm came because I was spelling sarcasm wrong that day, and someone thought it was clever. Um, so uh, check out sarcasm. We are nearing the end of August, August, and uh, the one that you know Rashani always says that he's never on. I've never been on it. I'm just saying. But but you're but you're not on Discord. So, um, but that that has been like great we have some great great uh episodes and uh including um you know everyone's favorite rachel rachel was on an episode with her husband um but rachel was fantastic damn hey always fantastic i love rachel absolutely um and and just like man uh the august august is always like super fun for us to do and like we we it I think is really good shows, and for some reason they've all been like three hours, so it's a lot of content, but it's a lot of fun. So check out that Scarcasm. Jay, okay, so uh, if you are in Seattle, I am 
let's see what I'm doing. Oh, okay, I'm hosting uh, Naked Brunch this Saturday. If you're in Seattle, that is at the Rendezvous. Uh, it is a all improvised comedy um, show, uh, stand up comedy. We're not naked. I know this. The, the I was about name to say. I feel like folks are gonna show up and get arrested. Like I know the name is Naked Brunch, but it's it's because like you don't have any prepared material, so you're like naked. Um, but with clothes on. <laughs> Here's some other dates. I am on Minority Report uh, in Seattle um, on September 24th. I believe that is going to be also at the rendezvous. But I'll have more information once the flyer is sent to me. I am also hosting uh, at Hell's Elves uh, for like a week in October. Um, the 14th through the 17th. You should come out for that. Um, I just mentioned I might be in the sick. I'll let you know if that happens. But if I am and you're in Seattle, you have a lot of chances to see me. Uh, and here's the thing. I feel weird about this because I know that things, uh, you know, we, we are really dealing with the, uh, still a pandemic. Um, we're masking at the shows. Don't know if that's enough. If stuff gets worse, I might cancel all of these dates. But right now, my conscience doesn't bother me as much as my need to get on stage. So... God, just saying that makes me feel like shit. All right, cool. That's what I'm doing. Yay. All of this will be on my site. I'm totally thrilled about this current state of affairs in the world right now. I made a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> like, so Ratchet Book Club's pushing along. I'm really having a lot of fun with it. Uh, hindsight, we just finished the episode for Terminator 2. Did y'all know that that motherfucking John Connor was supposed to be 10 years old? Uh, no, you yeah. Know. I mean, yeah. yes, but I, I mean, mean he, he, he I mean, wasn't. Eddie Furlong, Eddie Furlong was clearly like 15. Yes. Right. <laughs> She's not my mom, Todd. Fucking dickhole. Um, so we 10, just finished. But he has to shave. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, the mom. Math was not, the math was not mathing. With, mom, I'm, with the I'm way shaving, mom. <laughs> oh, God. Um, let me see. We just finished an episode of Return to Oswald that is the episode before the season finale, so go ahead and check that out. Um, I made merchandise for um, Ratchet Book Club, which is dope. It's literally, it says the shirts say 2021 vibe, and it says fuck this book uh, because seriously, the books that I've been reading, that is the vibe of the year. Um, single simulcast. We did an episode last week that was dope. Check that out, and they're all going to be on the feed. Oh, and I started a network. The network is the First Level Boss Network. Uh, it's on Apple Podcasts. So if you go to First Level Boss um, and hit enter, it'll bring up all of the shows uh, under the single simulcast banner, uh, including Unburdened, which we just did an episode for a few weeks back. Like I'm really in the streets. You could leave a voicemail for us at 916-633-1537. The email address is bootypodcast, B-U-T-I at gmail.com. For those of y'all who are late to the party, booty stands for bitch, you tried it. We tried that, uh, the name of that episode, and it just, I didn't like saying the word bitch like that unless I'm reading it in a book. Um, Wait, what book are you reading that says bitch, you tried it? A lot. The, a lot of the books that I'm reading, I read and mostly. Then he early doth fiction. said a t- unto her, "Bitch, you tried it." Nah. <laughs> and as he scooped 
the four pounds of cocaine into his nostril. <laughs> he said, bitch, you tried it. And then shot her from across the room with the pistol straight through the eye. That sort of overdosed shit. entirely. Four pounds of cocaine to Dude, the nose. these books. That's urban, so much Urban cocaine. fiction tries so hard to take from so many movies that they don't want to say they took from. So you'll be like reading a book and be like, this is Scarface. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That is Scarface. So um, let me see what else. We're on Twitter at Single Serving P. Um, Scar's on Twitter at Scarfinger. Shantae, as she said, is on Twitter as Shantae Fabulous. That's F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S. Not the way the rapper who's irrelevant says it. Even when you spell it, even when you spell it a different way, it still makes me want a Harlem shake. Like every fucking time. (laughs) F A B U L O U S. Uh uh. Uh uh. Uh uh. That nigga really said F A B O. Um, I mean, and Jay's on Twitter at adjective underscore J. You can't be fabulous in these streets. Well, fuck him <laughs> anyway. He's an abuser. So true. Um, and I'm on Twitter at Rashawn. And I think that's about it. Check out all of our shows. Check out all the stuff we're putting out. Fuck with us. We'll fuck with you. Um. I am going to add this show and all the old episodes of this show to hindsight, which means you're just going to see a big ass block, <laughs> but it's only like 13 episodes. So yeah. What? yeah. <laughs> episode 13. We decided for the 13th episode, we were going to fuck around with tarot cards <laughs> um, for luck. Has there been 13 episodes of the show? What's yes. happening? Yes, what's oh happening? We're it's official. We're a couple. Life Thank y'all so much for fast. listening. We greatly appreciate <laughs> it. Uh y'all be good. We're gonna holler at you later. Peace. Is that y'all can leave a review. If you want to, just go to Podchaser and leave five stars if you thought the show made you feel real good. We'll be back next week, though. Let's make that understood. This is Single Simulcast. Don't know by now that you slipped.